Welcome to the Ignite Your Spark podcast. We're here to talk all things self-development, personal growth and everything in between. Our aim for this podcast is that you feel like you found your people, a like-minded community that just gets it. So whether you're cozy on the sofa or taking your daily stroll, let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Ignite Your Spark podcast. And this week, Bex and I are so excited. We have our first guest, the wonderful Sarah O'Connor, who is a love and empowerment coach. And yeah, first of all, just like welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here and go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. So yes, I'm Sarah O'Connor and I help women who feel that they are unlucky in love to transform into the most authentic version of themselves so they are optimistic and empowered to call in their leading man and create the happily ever after that they long for but fear isn't ever going to be theirs Mm -hmm. absolutely and I think the reason that both Bex and I wanted you on here is because we have both (laughs) got (laughs) situations in our past where it would have been perfect for you to just pop into our lives and I don't know give us a bit of a shake and tell us kind of this is how it is and yeah we'll dive a little bit deeper into that later but so tell me a little bit more about your journey with self-development in general. In general okay so the first thing that I ever um kind of followed a first person that I ever engaged in and and sort of didn't really know what self-development was was Mel Wells who Mm. at the time was a self-love coach so she's kind of like transitioned quite a lot over the last few years but she was a self-love coach and she mainly dealt with kind of her courses were really built towards people who suffered with um like eating disorders and like healing eating disorders which I'd never really had too much of a problem with I I realized I had slight body dysmorphia from following her but not like a real like deep sort of rooted um issue with eating Mm -hmm. um but I just and I remember being like I don't really know what self-love is and she's and like she isn't really like my vibe it's so weird like but she was so authentically herself and she was so passionate about the subject and I was there was just something that really captivated me about what she was saying I just thought I need to know more about this. I need to hear more. Um, so yeah, so she she just was all about self-love and kind of like it, like being kinder to yourself and how you speak to yourself and you can access self-love like irrespective of like what you look like already and it's not arrogant and, you know, all of those mm-hmm. things. And the first thing I ever did with her was a challenge where she it was the, the self, the self-love week. And it was on an, it was on Instagram. You had to post every week, like a picture of yourself with like, and, and expressing something that you loved about yourself or doing something that was loving towards yourself. Okay. Um, and it was just like, it was really funny being like, Oh yeah. I actually asked us to like name something we loved about like our body or something. And it was like, Oh, it's so weird to actually write it like this because I would normally, yeah. You, you always want to caveat it or you don't want to appear like you're arrogant or you you're kind of like oh I don't mind my whatever or I quite mm. like or and then being like oh I've actually got to write it down and post it on the internet that I love something like oh this feels a bit much <laughs> this this is this is interesting um so yeah so I followed her for for years and then through her that 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 was back in 2000 and I want to say like 2014 2014 2015 okay that sort of time mm-hmm. um so and I followed her I found her through Facebook I didn't I wasn't following many people in this like capacity on Instagram at the time it was it hadn't yeah. really 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 taken off um uh, but then once she, 
we moved over to Instagram. I was then being able to see the people that she was recommending, people she was talking mm. to, like the things she was saying, and and it kind of like grew from there. But she's always she's always been kind of like my my catalyst, if you like, for for how yeah. it started. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny actually, it was her. I went to a self love summit um, that she oh, put wow. on with loads of different speakers in London one Saturday, and that was kind of like whilst I had that was like the year before I worked with a love coach but the year of my like post my breakup that kind of like mm-hmm. was a catalyst for like my next sort of level of of transformation mm. and it was at that summit that I met my love coach where she was a speaker and I was like oh she's funny and I like really vibed with her like she was more yeah. kind of my vibe I guess than Mel like Mel's quite like I don't know like mother earth kind of like Mm. uh you know kind of she's my vibe sure yeah yeah (laughs) yeah whereas yeah whereas like I'm and and I guess maybe if she's if she was speaking about love and things like that then maybe I I would have bought from her but the actual thing she was selling off the back Mm. of kind of getting people's attention with self-love wasn't the thing that I struggled with I guess yeah um and then and then yeah the the love coach that I met there I was like oh yeah we're very like we've got a similar kind of sense of humor like and our vibe is very similar Mm um and yeah it was funny that was that was kind of like and I shouldn't have even been at that event that was kind of like me following an intuitive nudge it was just that I, sh- oh. I need to, I need to go there I need mm. this is going to be important like there was just something in me that was like this this feels important to be oh, here wow. um yeah uh, and then I it changed been doing a da- all the direction cha- yeah it changed everything yeah Oh, I love that. I, and Amazing. this is it. But this is why we ask for people's stories, because there is always like a defining moment that, yeah, little did you know that that would completely change the direction of your life. And now you help yeah. people in return do the same. So that oh, I just love that. So obviously you are a love and empowerment coach. So where did that transition happen to whatever it was you were doing prior to this thing that a lot of people won't even heard of at this point like they wouldn't even know that there is a love and empowerment coach how did that transition and journey begin yeah so the 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 thing that I had started off coaching on and and kind of feeling called to share like it felt like this fire in me to like be like people need to know this Mm -hmm. and I, I kind of landed on empowerment coach I think because I'm quite like sassy like, yes. I did, like mindset coach didn't really suit me so, no <laughs> um, is there so a sassiness it, coach yeah, I don't know yeah I don't know I mean there you know I, I mean maybe I should trademark it yeah um, but it was it was kind of like an empowerment coach and the reason that that had come about was due to a breakup so mm-hmm. I'd been um engaged and it catastrophically sort of fell apart to the point where I was like okay I need to get out of my house mm. <laughs> like, this is this is so over uh, and I'm more than happy for us to dive into that more if you mm-hmm. want to ask questions about it but just it that that ended mm-hmm. and I was initially like I think when you have a breakup the way I describe it is it feels like someone has taken your entire life and just like if it feels like it's made of Lego and someone's just come and like crashed it mm. all over the floor mm-hmm. and you kind of look at it and you're like, ah. <laughs> that's my life. Right. Um... That's, that, that. So I thought it yeah. was going to look like this. And now I realize how fragile that was because now this mm. one thing has changed and everything is now on the floor. And I don't even know which bits I'm going to pick up. I don't like, I don't know how yeah, I'm supposed how do to I rebuild. Yeah. What am I, which parts am I going to rebuild? Like, how does mm. this work? And because everything had been really bad in the relationship towards the end, I, initially was really happy about the breakup like I was really like 
just mm. in like kind of just like this like this sense of like freedom this like weight had lifted um I think because I'd been trying to hold it all together and failing miserably because I liken it to like I was trying to like save us in like a sinking boat and he was there with yeah. like a chainsaw just like cutting more holes in it I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> like that that's I laugh now but in the moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so but, you know yeah in the moment you're like uh insomnia and pa- panic attacks mm. awesome mm. but like yeah. when you're but like when you look back at it you're like oh no wonder I was like absolutely mm. struggling yeah. um being able to so initially when I got got like away uh, I was like ah oh, freedom amazing mm-hmm. and and the reason that the empowerment coach thing came into play was because after a few months when I was sort of like trying to piece everything back together, I had this sort of like weird epiphany of like, I don't even miss you. Like, Why? holy shit. Who you were engaged to, to as well, like engaged. not just a relationship. No. And I thought, oh man, I've been had here. Something has, something has gone a ride <laughs> something is <laughs> something has gone catastrophically wrong that mm. I was following all of the tick boxes checklist stuff that mm-hmm. people tell you is gonna is the thing you should be chasing yeah like the job the mortgage like the ring the relationship the ring the wedding tick you've made it like, yeah and then kids you know whatever I was like no, I was like, fuck this. I was like, all bets are fucking off. I was like, I will never do anything again mm. whilst I, what, like, what, just because I'm told I'm supposed to do it. Cause mm. I was like, I don't, I also had no real understanding at, even at the time of like, as someone who would, if you knew me from like work, for example, I had always been like quite outspoken. And quite sassy, quite like how you probably see me online. Like I was kind of very much like that kind of vibes. And and I thought, how have I ended up settling for someone who now I don't miss? Like ha, like what like what yeah. on earth? And and I remember thinking, as I was saying to my friend, I was like, I feel like I've like been following a map, thinking I'm about to get to the Seychelles, and I've ended up in fucking Skegness. Like what yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> Like I was like, this, this is not it. Like, and I don't know what it is, but I remember just having this like rush of like, I don't even know how this has happened, but I know everyone needs to know about it. I know that everyone needs to know that they get to, can say fuck off to anything that actually isn't embodied with what they want. That's where the empowerment stuff came from. Mm, Yeah. And then, and then as I was learning about and trying to figure that out, Mm -hmm. I then landed on I was also starting to date and starting to notice that I didn't really know who I was when I was Mm. dating that if I really liked somebody I didn't know how to show up I didn't really know what being myself even meant Mm -hmm. um and I would look at like like I'd stalk them on socials and check what their exes looked like and then see, oh, maybe, you know, am I, am I enough of like them, but not too Mm. much like them? And what was the reason they ended and what should I wear? And like, what, what version of me should I wheel out to them today (laughs) to make make them choose me? Like Mm -hmm. it it felt so, it was exhausting. And I was starting to get this uh, sort of recollection of like, this could be a problem. (laughs) This, This, this might be part of the issue. Like this, this might all be connected. Like how you've ended up doing that 
and settling with that guy might also be why you can't figure out who you are when you like somebody and you actually like them. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people's go to like when you go for a breakup, I don't know about everyone else here, but when you do and you tell your friends and then it's blame, blame, blame on the guy, on the other person. Mm. They didn't show up in this way. They didn't do this, blah, blah, blah. And when you actually have that like epiphany moment where you're like, oh no, I'm contributing to this as well. Like I just Mm. ignored this entire aspect of their personality because that didn't serve me, but this one part did. Then the second you hit that like realization moment, you're like, oh, okay, now's the time for me to do work on me to just avoid all of that messiness and extremely unenjoyable period of dating (laughs) where you waste your time with people that would never in a million years be a good fit for you. Exactly. Like Mm -hmm. the the amount of people and myself included where it would just be I like that's how I ended up engaged to somebody who was entirely unsuitable like Mm. there was there was huge red flags within the first three months that I just didn't want to see like I was I I had like a little bit of a nervous breakdown turning 29 in the anticipation of turning 30 and being the single girl Mm. and I just was like no nope we've all been there yeah literally yeah haven't so many of us been there like it's actually terrifying like because we're all following this blueprint and someone's told you that by 30 you're meant to have it all figured out Christ alive like like, okay well if you haven't figured out by 30 like then more power to you like Mm -hmm. amazing amazing job you've 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 beat the curve because I feel like the epiphany I had is what a lot of people have after an actual divorce right yeah I, I think I think the the fact that I was going to marry him mm. and had said yes and had the ring and had booked the venue you know all of those things had were in motion so that then when it that when it stopped yeah I, I remember so we'd booked the wedding for the like end of September and what we I broke up with him the year prior um at the start of September because I remember thinking it's not okay that every time someone mentions the wedding, my my thought is the wedding's looming and we're <laughs> about to be like, we're about to be within like under a year to right. it. Mm-hmm. I can't get, I can't, it can't happen. I cannot do it. Like, I just can't. Like, I know that this is so not, this is so wrong. Like, yeah. it's so not what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But also it was, I'd done three years of pretending that everything was all right. Was it that long? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we broke up when I just turned. So we got together when I was 29. Yes, 32. And you yeah, just, so just over three years. you do what you think is right. And then you come out of it and you're like, I spent, so like there was nothing wrong with the relationship I had. I was very young, but I had a four year relationship and you come out of it and you think we were an awful fit for each other. And you just think, four years that's such a long time like it's never these relations it's never like oh I had a six-month relationship and I learned a lot it's always like oh no I spent four years of my life with this person that I was not compatible with in the slightest and then learn everything and like everything happens as it should and obviously although it wasn't an enjoyable outcome it has led you to this path which you are so aligned with mm-hmm. but it's yeah in the moment not so fun um <laughs> yeah I completely so, trust the timing of my life like I have got literally no no regrets about how much time I spent with him how mm-hmm. many signs from the universe and like nudges of like 
you're going to pay yeah. attention to this breakup no okay <laughs> we're going again okay yeah. lovely like it, it literally it was almost like I'm gonna have to make you so uncomfortable like the universe being like like okay we're really fucking going there like I'm making yeah. you like you cannot miss this one now okay yeah. like we're getting we're getting <laughs> so, so bad that now the only solution is for you to pay some fucking attention Sarah okay yeah Lovely. great gosh like, that is so true that is absolutely so true like like we were talking Lisa like every relationship that you've had like you're in these situations and it's like there's something inside of you that kind of knows and then it's and then you're like oh no and then like you said it makes it so uncomfortable and I posted something on my Instagram recently about it because that was a moving block for me like it made you know going back to my previous relationships but so uncomfortable I had no other choice but to leave like it was just too painful to stay it's so true yeah absolutely and then because it's an it's an invitation it's an initiation to say hey you're recreating something here yeah you get you you get to heal this if you want to take some notice of it, and then we often are like, ah, oh, no, it's fine, yeah, it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, and and also like I'm quite I'm quite envious of people that have the access to like the coaches and like the mm-hmm. the um like the online space now because when I was going through it like back in 2014 like that when like when I would have maybe had a breakup I'd have been like oh this is really terrible like I think maybe I should be speaking to somebody here I didn't I had nobody like on an Instagram feed being like, this is why you feel like this. This is what, you know, I didn't go. And I, even when I, you know, in 2019, when I worked with a coach, I didn't, I was so oblivious to some of my own patterns, what it was called. Like I hadn't intellectualized any of my experience. I hadn't been like, oh, well, obviously I have an anxious attachment style and oh, you know, yes, I've got a father wound, which I don't, but like, you know, (laughs) like when a lot of people will say certain things and then you're like, they get stuck in the understanding and being able to talk about yeah. what it is that they do. But really the key in changing anything is the implementation of being like, okay, so now it's time to, now it's time to do something do with work. that information. Like the self-awareness is the first step. And, time. and, and sometimes it's the, you know, sometimes it's like reading about anxious attachment and then being like, oh, okay, now I need to do something or just someone like or you knowing in yourself, you know, when a breakups happened or whatever, being like, Hmm, there might be something here like this might have a like and this might feel quite similar to something else that's happened like mm. the common denominator here would would be me and who I'm choosing and how I'm behaving and yeah and and but it's you know it's a minefield like because you can't you can't see your own blind spots it's so hard exactly so I was kind of probably the opposite way around to that that I was in a relationship and I had the self-awareness I was always like I know that at some point I've got a lot of work to do on myself before I can have a happy and healthy relationship in the future I just didn't think that the relationship I was in was a long-term relationship so I was like just very and it was during COVID so it was like I'm happy we're happy that's fine and then it got to a crossroads where it was like okay the future has arrived (laughs) but we can't just keep happy in the moment like I'm although having a great time not in a place where I can have a healthy relationship because I've got a lot of stuff myself I need to deal with and then we ended the relationship and it's really interesting now that like I see accounts like yours because my cousin I was obviously heartbroken you know the usual breakup fun stuff um and she just sent me like a quote or something or a post that this love coach put up and I started following her and oh it just changed the game for me it just I felt seen I felt normal like because everyone knows that you feel a little bit 
all over the place when you're going through a breakup like it's not fun it's not fun at all and you just you don't know what to do with your emotions and your thoughts and you're trying to for me I was trying to work on myself so I never had to go through this pain again I never wanted to end a relationship because I wasn't in the right place again but I was still heartbroken dealing with those emotions so to have that account and it was exactly that it was just having those daily posts her stories where ever it was I kind of became a bit obsessed with it to be honest like <laughs> it was my safe space it was like podcasts I would listen to podcasts all days because I couldn't be alone with my thoughts and stuff like that so it's I see so much value in the work that you do because I firsthand have been helped by it and if it wasn't for me having that self-awareness straight off the bat I immediately started like I didn't one-to-one work with her but like I bought some of her online stuff and kind of did that to work through it um and my turnaround was really quick because I had the awareness because Mm -hmm. I knew straight off the bat yeah it sits with me and I've got work to do and so much so that like fortunately I came from like a very healthy happy relationship in all other aspects so once I had done the work then we got back together but it's because I did the work if you because otherwise then we would have got back together and then three months later we would have broken up again or yeah it would just been hell well exactly a lot a lot of people like hope for like a rekindling don't they after a breakup and it's like that's fine but only if it feels like a forward step even if it's with somebody from the past like unless if it feels just like you're just reverting back into an old pattern something that you know isn't going to work and you've got no evidence that you them or both of you are going to show up any differently to create different results you're you're like it's not meant to be you're you're just in a toxic cycle yeah exactly and it is exactly that it's just a cycle whereas both me and him had done the work separately and like I totally believe the fact that like even once we got back together then we've both continued to do the work but the fact that we were both willing to do the work because you can't drag someone to a progress and like a better version of themselves if they don't one have the awareness or two want to and then you just repeat the same thing over and over again and wonder why you're getting the same results and I think that's what's so powerful in the work that you do like I see all your content and stuff and just everything I'm just like constantly agreeing in the background like yes it is (laughs) like it's it's like we said earlier um before we recorded that it's obviously all of it is so obvious once you know (laughs) once you know it yeah but then it's like when it's like pointed out to you and you're like oh it's that oh it's me oh or or, or just like you say like the validation of like oh I'm not the only one that's felt like that Mm -hmm. like oh I'm not the only person that's thought I'm absolutely mental or like or I'm unlovable or Mm -hmm. you know all of those things that you tell yourself or, or like you know this belief that love love probably isn't meant for me like it probably isn't meant for me like yeah. you feel so alone in that because you, a lot of the time you're probably like surrounded by at least a few friends who are like a just like really good at love or like just yeah. have, just they just don't get it like mm-hmm. and like you can see and particularly if you're like perpetually like the single friend or the one that's always got like the funny story but because it's funny because it's a fucking disaster like it's it's a lot to do with the fact that I can remember uh, being single and then a friend of mine breaking, uh, having a breakup with a long-term boyfriend. And I remember thinking and sort of like knowing and having this like sinking feeling of like, you're going to be in a relationship again before I am. Mm. I I already sort of know this. And it's going to be like the best guy ever. And like just immediately. And and I'm just not going to know how you've done it. And I'm not going to know how we're so 
similar in lots of ways and we're really great friends and yet I don't seem to be able to get someone to because I never really had a problem with like a guy's desiring me I always led with sex I led with flirting like that's always been like that felt quite natural and that was also very validating Mm -hmm. Uh, but that came out of I've realized with doing a lot of work my core wounds like my core wounds were from being bullied incessantly at school and being told by girls and guys that I was disgusting like so when when I was then able to yes learn how to flirt and like get someone to it's like the power me it feels really oh. powerful very validating to that inner teenager yeah. that was like who are you calling fucking disgusting have you seen him yeah like yeah. So, like it but it's a real adolescent like mentality juvenile, like, yeah, yeah it's really juvenile mm. it's like, really unhealthy yeah. <laughs> and it, but it's unhealthy when it becomes like your identity like it's really unhealthy exactly it's really yeah. difficult to try to because actually what you're chasing is like a real quick high of like look I've got them to fancy me Mm-hmm. But when they never choose you and they never value you, they only ever desire you. What you're actually doing is validating that the that the inner version of you that's like sad and upset and scared and worried that you're not lovable. You're kind of proving that to them too. Yeah, and that's the bit where you're always hoping that the person who desires you is also going to value you. But you need to value yourself first. That has Absolutely. to come first and then everything else is a knock-on domino effect but it's got to be done from you going oh that's what hurt that's why I behave like this now I need to behave in a different way to get a different result but when it feels like it's part of your personality and it's just like who you are really hard to spot really hard to take responsibility for the results that you're getting but that's why I, I use like the inverted quotes when I'm like I work with women who feel unlucky in love because that's not that's not a fundamental truth that is your mm-hmm. fundamental belief of because that's the experience that you've had, but the experiences that you've had up to date have been co-signed by you, whether you want to admit that or not. The the stuff that you have tolerated, the stuff you have ignored, the behavior that you have engaged in that has meant that this has been a perpetual cycle so that your overarching belief is that you're unlucky in love. Babe, I promise you, you aren't. It's on you too. Like you have yeah. been choosing it. You have been tolerating it. And a real good litmus test for like someone's self-worth and like where they're feeling is like, if you're being treated like shit and you're staying, your self-worth's in the fucking toilet. That needs some work. Like if you're making excuses, if you're ignoring bad behavior, like you can be as sassy as you like. Like I was a sassy little bitch. And I yeah. tell you what, my self-worth was in the toilet. <laughs> oh yeah, it was normally a telltale sign. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'd get into bed with basically anyone who gave me a smile like, okay yeah. lovely like oh awful awful yeah, yeah so it was really it was really challenging to then be like oh god like when I was trying to unravel all of that like how do like how am I going to be like like sassy but also soft and have like standards and boundaries but not be hard and like yeah that's like it's really hard like it's hard and it's like and the it's, reason that it's confusing yeah and it's like by that point like defining parts of your personality and it's like separating the two like I'm still this bold confident character but that doesn't mean that I like for me it was kind of like I kind of like play around with men because I liked the power of that and that like play to my ego and then Mm -hmm. if I was in control then they can fuck me about and you know you know the drill um (laughs) you're probably in the head like that 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 that. um (laughs) but that's exactly it and then it's to be like okay now I want to be this like better version of myself but I'd like aspects of that personality so bringing yeah. those aspects through without having to just be like okay well you can't be who you were when you were 22 like you have to be this 
almost perfect figure when it's like it can be whatever you want you just got to tweak and tidy up those little areas that aren't quite where they need to be and that respect for yourself more than anything I think it all goes back to that as just your Mm -hmm. respect and value in yourself never mind the relationship so when you had that that time where you was working with a coach was it a long period that you were four months okay so four months yeah yeah so and I and I remember signing up with her and thinking because I'd been I was you know listening to a lot of podcasts and trying to like you know I was going to the self-love summit and I was like pulling at different threads and like trying to figure Mm. stuff out and trying to show up better in my love life I remember signing up and thinking I'm probably like 80% of the way there like I'm probably quite close and I just can't figure out the last like 20% to tell you that I was maybe (laughs) 8% yeah (laughs) as opposed to 80 like oh my god like I had no idea that I was in performance mode. I had no idea mm. that like, I, 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 I really know concept of where this behavior had come from or why. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew it was hurting me. And, and I just, I remember thinking like once I would realize that, oh, that's actually not part of my true authentic self. That's a protective piece of armor that has been there because it was needed at the time and mm-hmm. it's now time to let it fall away and that's really scary but it's the, like it's gorgeous though like it's it's like the whole experience just like cracked me wide open like yeah. and I, I remember leaving the experience being like I feel like this is like I'm leaving completely different to the woman that I walked in as but more myself than I've ever been oh beautiful like what a moment as well to like have done the work and and that's why we want this like topic discussed on this podcast because what better time to like dig deep go all the way back to the core of yourself to it's kind of like that moment where you can think no who do I want to be because you kind of drift through life and you just end up being who you are just because you could just go and then the moment like that a breakup or something causes you to sit there and reflect and be like do I like who I am and now is the point that I get to kind of tailor make who I want to be and show up as the person I want to be to go forward yeah exactly and the more that you do that and the more that you're able to shine your authenticity through for literally from the inside out that's when you become magnetic to the people who are always supposed to be in your life like that's Mm -hmm. and like bolster that with like I've got a very strong spiritual kind of practice and like a real strong connection to the universe like I wholeheartedly believe that my like I'm a soul having a human experience and my soul is like a little drop from the universe and it's like when I feel like alivened and like kind of like at at peace but sort of awestruck all of those things are the things where I'm most present I'm most alive and that's when I'm most magnetic and that's one of the things I really like encourage my clients to develop is a, is cultivate a relationship with something like a power that's bigger than you, because not only is it a great way for you to be able to connect to your soul so that you are lit up from the inside out and cultivate a life that looks like that. It's also very comforting when you're trying to shed parts of yourself that feel so like ingrained and they're so precious to you. And you're like, I don't know who I am if I'm not this person. Yeah being able to like fall back on like it's okay like the universe has got me I trust the timing of my life like all of those (laughs) things like you know I've got no proof that 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 is you know that that exists or that that is is how we are made up but that's why it's called faith 
yes like, surrender I like, believe yeah I believe it and I lean on it because it helps me whether it's mm-hmm. the truth is kind of fucking irrelevant like yeah because exactly. you know like and and it helps me trust myself Mm-hmm, so yeah. it, it's kind of like when I feel like I'm I'm wavering and I don't know that I can show up as, as my best self it's like okay like let's just like connect back to to this higher power that I can say do you know what what's meant for me won't miss me I can't make a wrong move it like it, it, if, if it's yeah. wrong it's because it's a lesson like there's no, like there's no wrong term there's no wasted time like just kind of really like bringing that sense of safety to my experience is it's been invaluable absolutely have you always not always but yeah maybe have you always been spiritual in some respect and had some awareness um I have always loved like the idea of fate I've always like Mm. really believed in kind of like something like something else maybe going on um and like loved like star signs and stuff when I was a kid and all that sort of thing so I think there was definitely a part of me that when I was given like a permission slip to be like you get to lean on it and it gets yeah. to be, it gets to, it, you just get to like that, that gets to be the truth. Like, and no one else yeah. has to understand it. No one else has to judge it. You don't have to share it with anybody. Um, and actually when I first started like really leaning into it, I felt really conflicted about like how to be a spiritual person that doesn't, that doesn't, I don't know, walk bare feet in go all in in. yeah in like pale colors and rub crystals on myself yeah I don't like I don't know I don't like I'm the girl who's gonna like swear and wear lipstick and drink some wine and I will also do some breath work and meditate and like yeah you know thank the universe for showing itself when it shows me 11 11 etc like I was like I don't really like I felt really at odds with like how to Mm. I think because I didn't know how to explain it. And then it was sort of just accepting that I didn't have to explain it and it got to be just mine for a while. Um, But actually being like, you know what? I'm I'm all right with it. I'm happy enough to talk about the universe. and and, Exactly. Yeah. I feel like when we're younger, then you kind of, it's all about acceptance. And like you might mention it one time to someone and then it gets shot down and you're just like, oh, no, recalling to myself, won't explore that anymore. And then, but then you kind of, I don't know about you, but I did it like, kind of on my own a little bit I explored it and then once I've been like exploring it for a while and I really loved it then it it was like then I was confident to show up and if someone wants to question it go ahead I'll bite back at you like (laughs) it's who I am I'm all here for it I don't need you to like I'm I'm not a preachy person trying to bring anyone around this is who I am what I believe again like I don't believe and reside to every aspect of it but it's helped me through really important monumental parts of my life and it continues to and I love yeah. it so I'm going to keep exploring it exactly it's like take take what fits and leave what the rest. doesn't because actually I, I I'm, I'm not answering to anybody it's not like an overarching religious exactly. you know experience or institute where they're like you must believe this this is how you behave it's kind of always just checking back in with yourself because mm-hmm. actually your greatest source of wisdom your big your like your strongest compass will always be the thing that's that's guiding you and my my belief is that that is attached to the universe so therefore I kind of it's kind of like a reciprocal relationship where I'm like I oh I feel this thing okay now it's my duty to to be in alignment with myself to be able to voice that or show up in that certain way or or call that off or move in that direction and it doesn't have to make any sense to anybody else like as long as I've got my back as long as I can back my decision Mm -hmm even if it doesn't make necessarily logical sense, I'm all right. I'm okay. 
Yeah. But exactly. then you've just you've just got to look at the results, haven't you, from that? I mean, like we were saying, like it's not everybody's thing and things, but like it helps you. And when you start, like you said, really fully leaning into it, the results that come from that, because that's naturally going to raise your vibration to then for you to attract more. So there's there's got to be something in it because of people yeah. that do it and like the results that you get from it. Yeah. Well, I always say like, even if it. Oh, quote unquote. I th- I think what what I always think about is if you want to look at it from a purely scientific level, the best thing that you can think about is, okay, if my belief then affects my emotions, which then affects my actions, which has a direct impact on my results and my results feed back in as a either a negative or positive like confirmation of my beliefs, if you get to decide to change your beliefs, like, oh, actually, I get to, I get to believe that I'm always protected. I get to believe that I can't make a wrong move. I get to believe that what's meant for me won't miss me. It then so like if you're dating, for example, and you're like, oh my god, I'm on this date. I've got to make sure that I do it right. So if I don't, I'm going to miss the love of my life. This is my last chance. If you subscribe, if you choose to subscribe to a belief that says, what's meant for me won't miss me. I trust the timing of my life. I don't need to cling to this. All I need to do is show up and express who I actually am. I don't need to perform. I don't need to hide. I don't need to mold myself. If I get to do that, what's the emotion you have? Calm. Yeah. You're calm. You get to be playful. You get to flirt a little bit. You get to, if they say something you don't like, you get to go, oh, I don't I don't like that. Like, yeah. oh, that's actually not something that's, that doesn't vibe with me. And you get to go, oh, that isn't my person. Oh, okay. And what it, so it directly impacts then your actions. So what actions you take based on the emotion that you've had, because your emotion is that you're clear and you're calm and you're like, I can trust, I can rest. I don't have to be hypervigilant. Like that feel, how is that not supportive? But the thing is, it doesn't, so that's why I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter if it's true. (laughs) You believe it. Like, yeah. I, like I ask my clients to look for, you know, look for synchronicities, look for evidence that the universe is with you. Look for, you know, look look for things the way you're like, oh yeah, there's 11-11 or I was thinking about that song and it just got played or I was thinking about that person and they just called me. Like whatever it is, yeah. cultivate cultivate the relationship with it as m- much as you like. But at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. Like no. it doesn't matter if it's the truth. The, the, the thing is, is that you feel supported so that it affects how you feel about it because then you're more likely to be able to take action that scares you. And then that the action is going to be the thing that changes your results. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you start seeing different results, then that automatically feeds back into like, Oh, I can believe that. Oh, okay. Like I can let the person go. Who's shown up on the date and been a dickhead. Like, Oh, I don't need to overthink it. I don't need to stress about it. They're not my person. Of course the universe is sending me my person. Lovely. All I've got to do is keep following like, this this version of myself that knows I'm worth more than that lovely like and it creates this like like, like a negative mm-hmm. like a it, it cuts a negative loop and it turns it into a positive and you can catch it wherever you like but if you if you, the only thing you're trying to do is change your action invariably you're going to wobble and then be like oh this is too hard I'm not going to do it it so you need invariably you're going to need something else to fall back on that's like okay, like I'm really going to comfort myself. I know that these emotions are real and I can recognize that my thoughts maybe aren't. So how do I choose a more empowering thought? Like Mm -hmm. how do I choose a more empowering belief today so that I get to soothe the emotion and choose a different action? Exactly. So do you have spiritual aspects to the work you do with your clients now? I do, yeah. Yeah, so the 
the work that I take them through in terms of like getting them through to a different love life result is in the course that I do. So it's the program that I run uh, called Love Rewritten. And I I claim that to be like, that's like the obstacle course, right? That's the thing where you're like, right, I, I like, these are the things that you're going to have to look at. These are the the hurdles you're going to have to get over. This is like the the darkness that you're going to have to go through, the tunnel you're going to have to go through. And pro- I'll promise you there's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Like that's that's the that's the way. And the way that I work with people is I have a three-part framework that is to do with connecting to their authentic self. And part of that is connecting to your soul. So the three parts are the mind-body-soul connection and, and kind of it really feeds into what I've just spoken about in terms of like yeah. catching your thought process because that's where your that's where your mind is, that's where your beliefs live. Um, that's where it, that will impact how you feel. Um, the body is then to do with somatic practices. So things like breath work, being able to like hijack oh, the yeah. mind through breath. Um, and that can be breathwork journeys to be able to kind of release stagnant energy and clear, clear energy paths. It can Mm -hmm. also be to do with just the simple, if you're feeling anxious, you can't ever talk your way, but you can't ever (laughs) think your way out of anxiety. Like, so if you feel anxious, anxious, for example, right. And you're like, but you can logically start saying to yourself, yeah, but I know that everything's fine. Like, but you still, you've got, you've still got this feeling. Mm -hmm. The, like when you're anxious, when we're scared, the first thing that we do is you forget to breathe out. So the most simple yeah. tactic that you can use to start to override kind of like this anxiety in your brain, this fear that you might have at various different points when it comes to tackling any of this or just life in general, because we're human, mm-hmm. is to remind yourself to breathe out for longer than you've breathed in and do it really intentionally. So if that's the only thing you do, you go in for four, out for seven, because you're like, you could, your brain could be like, oh my God, like, I'm absolutely like dying here. And you're like, breathe in and then breathe out. Look, I'm breathing out. Look, look, I'm so clever. Look, look, I'm I've been so I'm in so much calm. Like, yeah. But, but it's like it's it's like you can't, you can use your body to be able to help harness the mind, to be able to bring back your reasoning and your ability to shut down your kind of fight or flight um responses and yeah. go back into um stay and play like or rest yeah and digest and I feel like there's so much that you're saying here that yes it will help them in their current position and where they are but just so transferable to when they find that happy relationship when they carry on in life yeah. and like we all know relationships aren't perfect there's going to be difficult times that you need to work through but again have like taking those things that they've learned from working with you to have open conversations where people can express how they feel and feeling confident that your opinion matters and that your partner should be respecting you and stuff like yes it's like an investment in themselves for it's just it's such a huge like self-development and like investing in themselves to be a better person because yes it may be relationship focused love focused but that empowerment element is all about like yeah loving yourself and standing up for yourself yeah exactly and actually very nicely you bring me on to the other parts of the of the, of the framework because so that wasn't planned body. either no i know <laughs> guys i didn't tear up for that I promise. No. <laughs> um but the there's so then so the mind body and then the soul so the soul bit that i cover with my clients is really helping them try to connect to not necessarily a higher power because i don't try and force that but it's like an invitation that i give them to be like 
this will help you. I promise yeah. <laughs> if you can find some something that feels good for you, whether that's spirit guides, angels, the universe, God, whatever isn't triggering for you and that feels like a yeah. comfort as opposed to like a challenge is something mm-hmm. that I invite them to. But in a way that's a very practical way, it's like identify things that light you the fuck up and prioritize them day in, day out. Like, and so there's like different exercises that I'll, I can take them through to be like, right, let's identify them. And now let's brainstorm on how you can do that daily. Like, what can you do to daily bring that emotion in, that feeling of connection to yourself to like, so that it lights up yourself yeah. and you're connected to the universe and you're present in the moment because so much of our life is spent being you know on the like either living in the past or worrying about the future and all we've got is now 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 mm-hmm. that's it that oh, all, yeah. that's the only place you got to live that's the only place so if you can find activities and infuse them into your life that helps you live now now all I need to worry about is is right now you're onto a fucking winner and that's when you start creating like a life that you love and then a person arriving is just like the cherry on the top like that's how yes exactly that that's how you do it you know and and that's when you're going to be and also when you're lit up and you're like oh my god I'm like the best fucking time blah blah and you really let that out and you really lean into joy like how like you know when you walk in somewhere and you're just like I really like that person's energy like they've got good oh yeah like and you can really feel it like that that's what you become I remember doing like this and being very very intentional when I was working with my coach and I went on a night out and one of my like my new boundaries was when I'm out with a friend I'm just out with a friend like I'm not out trying to look for attention mm. or whatever was out with her five guys I kid you not tried to give me their their number five she was like <laughs> what the fuck is happening I was like don't know don't know babe I'm just that, you know but that energy was, yeah but I, she, she was like I I don't know what's happening. I was like, no, me neither. Like, but it was just like, Sorry I wasn't it. looking. Whereas, mm. oh my God. I mean, Sarah from like previously would have been absolutely like loving her life because she'd have been yeah. so validated by it. And it was, I just found it really interesting. I was like, oh, like I'm not trying, but I'm genuinely having like the best time. Like I'm yeah. so present and with my friends and in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like, yeah, the mind, body, soul connection and how they all connect. So that's like the first step of like being your authentic self. Like that, that'll go, that'll do wonders for like trying to connect to that. The other two steps are to do with, uh, well, the next step is then vulnerability. Are you being vulnerable? How often are you willing mm-hmm. to show your heart? How willing are you to willing to like be truthful about even what emotion you're feeling? and not quickly jump to the thing that makes you um, feel numb or distracts you from it or yeah. like, and, and, and because that would be a big one for me. <laughs> yeah. That I think, well, it's a big one for everyone. Yeah, it's a big yeah. one for everyone. Like, yeah. like, like it's so difficult. And then the last thing is communication. Am I communicating? Like, Again. So because, and that is so important then when it comes to like this feeling of empowerment, but also like, you know, practicing like practicing the muscle of confidence it's like okay so I've been vulnerable enough with myself to acknowledge that I feel like this and that this is what I'm going to need oh shit now I've got to tell you like now I've got to tell someone and and you know and that's something that I practiced long before my boyfriend arrived and my you know the, the partnership that I'm in now but it came up in things like where I had to you know tell my mum no to something the first time I was going to do that I was like oh my god like I don't I don't do that like I, no. I just fawn like I just sort of do what she wants like oh god like and you know brings up all these emotions but being like okay like 
am I being vulnerable? Like, I know how I feel. I know it's definitely a yes. Like, I know in my body, okay, now I've got to, now I've got to say it. Like, shit. But the practicing of that in various different situations as they arise is mm. fundamental to you becoming your authentic self. Because without authenticity, without you shedding the armor of who you think you should be and fawning and people pleasing, people don't get to know you. And the the one the number one thing that people tell me that they want when they're when I ask them like what does what does an amazing relationship feel like what do like if you're in it like if you if you visualize it for me what does it feel like one thing they will always say is it needs to feel safe and when do you feel safe you feel safe when your guard is down like if you think of when you're at home and you know that like everything's stable or your foundations are there the doors are locked like no one's going to like intrude you have to just kick your shoes off like that's like that's safety that's like comfort where you just get to be like fully yourself how exactly are you going to cultivate a relationship that feels like that if you are performing to get them to trick them to choose you at what point do you decide the mask comes off and then they get to see who you are yeah it yeah. just, you cannot create safety without being authentically yourself and being authentically yourself takes work to even figure out what it is, but follow that process and just keep che- che- checking in with yourself, check where your thoughts are, like bring your body back online, see if you can hear your in, in, into, intuition, follow the things that light you up, be vulnerable, admit how you're feeling and then communicate it. You're not going to go far wrong. So to answer your quick question, the... <laughs> The, it's really a long one. I don't remember what it was now. It. Yeah. <laughs> but, but in terms of that, like in terms of if the course that I, I take people through is the is the obstacle course, like if the program is like the yeah. obstacle course, that is the the fundamental training that you need to go through and keep checking in on yourself with and keep cultivating to be able to do the work. Yeah. So because invariably like when I'm gonna I don't know when I'm gonna say like okay we're now gonna look at all the ways that you've behaved unhealthily in your relationships let's go you're (laughs) gonna want to tell me to fuck off right yeah so you so it's gonna be like okay I'm gonna have to be really vulnerable I'm gonna have to admit my own mistakes Mm. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna have to like question my thought pattern it's so hard and I'm gonna have to admit my my thought patterns to myself of like and challenge them and if you know if you go into if you're someone who goes into like victim mode sometimes like oh it always happens to me oh poor me Mm. okay Mm. well that's that's a choice that you you viewing that situation through that lens is your choice and that is so challenging to be told Mm. that and then being like okay so now we're going to think this and we're going to behave like this it's very difficult to do that if you don't have something to fall back on when it comes to this framework, because you like you need a way to be able to access your authentic self. And it means getting vulnerable with yourself because that creates safety with you. And then you can create safety with someone else. It's yeah. that perception is projection, isn't it, as well? And it's like what you put out to the world. Like that is why you are attracting it back at some point. You know, it's something yeah. I get into with my clients as well. And it's changing their view of the world, if you like, isn't it? And like what you just said, it's like once you accept it and you're at that point where it's like, yeah, th- you know, I've got the work to do here. This is, I'm choosing to feel this, to see it this way and getting yeah. them to, to change on that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's, that's like some of the work where when you're working with a coach, particularly if you're working with me and it's like, you know, I invariably get to a point with my one-to-one clients and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is just no point. Like, <laughs> I'm just not going to be able to change. I'm not going to do that. This is so much harder for me. This person gets this. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we've already discovered you go into victim mode. So is that what we're doing today? 
like like literally <laughs> just they, just, out. they just want to fucking hit me like and yeah. I get it like I get it I love but that that's why you're paying me like because that's mm-hmm. why it's like if you're at the gym with a coach and you're there like well I know what I'm supposed to do but actually I can't do it I, this is really hard it's harder for me because I've got a knee injury blah, blah blah and you've got a coach going yeah cool well that's why we've made that adaption isn't it so you're going to just get on with it or yes <laughs> yeah no but you are though aren't you because i'm stood here watching you okay yeah so like you don't get fitter you don't you don't train the muscle you don't show up differently without doing the work you, ca- mm-hmm. you can't intellectualize it you've got to do it and it's yeah. so hard but it's so fucking worth it yeah exactly i think so many people like i know hearing that you're my kind of coach i want someone who's going to call Same. me out and share like <laughs> tell me how it is like i haven't got time to yeah. waste let's get to it let's yeah, change exactly. my life type thing <laughs> yes exactly and that's exactly the type of client i was like when i you know when i talk about and i say to um my my love coach persia i was you know you've ch- i was like you changed my life she was like sarah you changed your own life it was like she was like i gave you the tools but you fucking implemented it she's like you're the one she went you rolled up your sleeves and you got to fucking work <laughs> i was like yeah i did like i just i was like I I can't be like this anymore and I I trust that if this is you know I, like even though when I want to pull back I'm going to lean in like that's like that's yeah. what you need to do when you're like and, and you can lean back and you have like a little tantrum like there was obviously there was times I was just like no I don't want to do it and you know she did exactly the same for me and she was like Sarah come on now and it's like oh, okay fine <laughs> no and then it's just like right I need to go and you know shake it out or smash a pillow or something like Okay, yeah. that's fine. But knowing that, you know, all emotions come, they're welcome. They're not going to last forever. Like, they, they won't mm-hmm. last forever. Like, it's okay. Like, it's okay to go through them. But if we're working on catching a thought loop and changing it so that you can have a, a different, like, kinder, more compassionate lens for yourself so that you get to feel the emotion but move through it quicker and still take an empowered action, that's what I'm there for. That's why you're going to pay me. Oh, exactly. Oh, I've loved this so much. I knew that I would, but this is so just advice. everything so you've fun. said. I'm like, soundbite, soundbite, soundbite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. So, if there is one piece of advice that you can give to people listening to change their perspective or just make a change in their life, what would one piece of advice be? My one piece of advice would be mm. put you on the spot. I know. One piece of advice. That's so when the I, best stuff comes out then. <laughs> yeah. I think the, my one piece of advice would be check in with what you what your beliefs are saying, what your thoughts are saying, and really examine is that the truth or is that the lens I'm seeing it through? Because when you start to really acknowledge that might not be, even though that's been my experience up to this date, if you can start yeah. to choose a more empowering mm-hmm. view on it and really start to believe that there is a different way for you to show up. Like who you are isn't at the moment, isn't necessarily who you're meant to be. And there might be a disconnect there. And if you've resonated with pretty much anything that I've said on this, or you maybe want to throw your phone uh, you know, or your headphones like away. I get that quite a lot. People, I get, I get a lot of follow, unfollow, follow, unfollow. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it, I, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I love that. Yeah, like, like if if something is stirring in you, yeah, don't ignore it. Like, don't Absolutely. don't don't ignore it. Yeah, like 
Bex and I said on one of our previous episodes, get curious. If you are finding yourself constantly being like drawn back to your account or what it is you're having to say, or if you're sat there a day later and it hits home, it really hits home and it keep, you keep pondering it, get curious and yeah, it's dig so a little curious. bit deeper. I mean, that's exactly where all of my development has come from. I've gone kind of really being drawn to that and then asking your questions like, what? Like, why is that? What's it trying to teach me? What's it trying to show me? Like, yeah. you know, and, and allowing yourself to not take stuff quite so seriously. Like this work Absolutely. is hard, but life is here to be enjoyed. And just remember, you've only got now, now, now. It's all yeah. you need to be. It's all you <laughs> yeah. need, to, all you need the most of it. to worry about is being yeah. right here, right now. As Matt exactly. said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll start playing that in the background at this part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> take a curve um so what is going on in your world and where can people find you okay so come and follow me unfollow me follow me unfollow me um <laughs> on, on instagram um don't know you'll learn notes um yeah. <laughs> so i'm i it, my handle is i am dot sarah o'connor and i am currently so i work with people one-to-one and in group situations so I have a group program or the program that I take people through is called love rewritten um and it is where you are empowered to become the most authentic version of yourself so that you can change change the ending like change like like call in your leading man and Mm -hmm. be able to create the happily ever after that you that you think is not for you and that's not true it's just your your mind tricking Mm -hmm. you I promise you it's not it's not the outcome you have to have and it's my my life's mission to invite women who are ready to be like right I don't know what I'm doing wrong but I trust that maybe you can help me so here we go pull their sleeves up and let's get to fucking work absolutely yes. I feel like everything you say I'd like follow you into battle like you are <laughs> Getting me all psyched up. <laughs> um, and I guess that's empowerment right there, isn't it? So well, there you <laughs> go. Up to the name. <laughs> and also I, I much prefer speaking about these things and trying to write it. So that's probably oh. why I'm better on a podcast as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know, your content's great. Like I read it and I feel like you come across so well, like your personality comes across so well, which probably Good. is a reflection of all the work that you've done. Um, yeah, my, my <laughs> authenticity coming through. Yeah, we yeah. are, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast and just we've adored it. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode. If you're wanting to find out more, head to the show notes where you can find all our socials linked and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing.